Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers, babe. It's good to see you this morning. I'm a looking and I'm a liking. You're looking hot. Now, may I be the first to say happy anniversary. 23 years in four days. March 8th will be our 23rd anniversary. And it's been an uphill climb, but I'm glad <laughs> we made it. Jack and Jill went up the hill. <laughs> but that's what makes a great marriage. You have the high highs and low lows. And we have had some high highs and we've had some low lows. It's but I good. wouldn't change a thing in the world. Not a single thing? I was going to say you're hot with that shadow beard grooming job you've been doing. That's I was saying that before you went on. You like my man shadow? It looks really good. I am yeah, I am so obsessed the with the man the shadow. shadow, by the way. What like you say? You're obsessed with I it? feel like any any Hollywood movie star, I typically think they're attractive when they have some kind of facial hair. Oh, are you telling me so, after twenty three years of marriage that you're attracted totally, to other men? Like I, I think other guys are attractive. What? But I think you're the most attractive. I'm just saying you're oh, okay. you're uh you're man I think every other woman is deplorable compared to you. <laughs> Your manscaping is on point, babe. It's on point. My man what? Your manscaping is on point. Oh, well, thank and you, more love. ways than I want to mention. Nah, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. Okay, when I first met- My manscaping okay, has bounds. For the listeners, when I first met you, you um, were very hairy. Let's just leave it at that. I got an excess of testosterone, and, um, if that's what we're talking about. You had not about. only really sexy uh, chest hair, but you had quite a lot of hair on the backside. <laughs> oh, and back you're hair welcome. is the worst. You're welcome. I was like, you need to, you need to do something. You need to shave. And for the longest like, time, I felt like shaving that. my back hair was like, you're not supposed to do that. Like God gave it to you. I don't know well, how was I raised. And then I met a friend who's like, dude, do you shave your facial hair? I'm like, yeah. He's like, same thing, bro. So yeah. I got over. Your back hair was like we a foot it. long. It was time to, oh, to come groom on. that baby. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, to all the guys out there with back hair, hair. it's okay to take a razor to that. Buy a razor. Your wife will, uh, won't maybe share that with you, but she will love it if you do so. I don't know. I've, I've, I have friends who say their wives Mm. like back hair. Mm. I don't understand that. They're lying. All them women are lying. They are lying. I think they're deceiving. They don't want to hurt your feelings, so they're not saying it. Yeah, either the wives are lying or the husbands have lied to themselves. Yeah, exactly. We got a lot of that. A lot of that going on these days. She loves it when I sit around and drink beer all day. She loves it. No, 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 sir. She She dreads that. (laughs) Oh, Vic, Vic, the sound chick. Commercial break. Okay, we interrupt our regularly scheduled program for upcoming breaking news. Ow, that really hurt my ear, babe. babe. Hey, I'm super excited. We are going to be popping up a live podcast with our friends, Five Stones Coffee Mm. in Bellevue. The one right next to Bellevue College. I love Five Stone Coffee. So good. So good. Uh, Okay, babe, tell them what time and where. Okay, you said already, March 28th. It's a Saturday at 4 o'clock. We're popping up. Um, we're going to have a, a blast. We're going to do a live recording. We're going to give away some free merch. Uh, you can come a little early, hang out with us, grab a cup of coffee. We're going to be interviewing friends. We're going to be, it's going to be interactive. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a, be a lot chance of fun. to hang with you before and after. So hope you can join us. And the topic might be on love and sex relationships. So we don't know. I mean, we're celebrating 23 years this month, so we might talk about all the things. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh, uh. All right. So, all right. We'll see you Saturday, March 28th, 4 p.m. Five Stones Coffee, Bellevue. So, hey, happy anniversary. Cheers to you. This will be a special anniversary edition of Coffee Talk. This is what, I don't know, we're in the 70s. Somewhere in the 70s of episodes. So, but 23 years of marriage. And so I figured for our 23rd anniversary, a Coffee Talk edition, we should talk about your favorite topic. 
fitness. Nope, the other one, sex. sex. <laughs> it is. I, 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 I like, I was about to say enjoy talking about sex. That kind of sounds morbid. I, but it's a topic that I, I guess I can talk about and I don't feel any embarrassment with. For all the people out there who are like, oh, we're talking about sex, which I'm thinking of my 15-year-old daughter, who's always like, don't talk about it. Which I, I, know. I can understand that. I'm actually glad I'm she's sorry, saying that. Girl. Um, but um, I recently saw a study that came across. They said the number one books and podcasts that sell the most are ones on sex. For sure. It's ridiculous. Especially if someone's going to really, really be honest about that subject. So, and not be weird or So people are like, why are we it? talking about this? Because everyone's talking about it. Everyone yeah. wants to know about it. So here's the thing. We are not sex doctors. I don't even, Is that a thing? I think sometimes you are, babe. <laughs> sometimes you call me professor. I don't know if you've thrown out doctor yet. Um, <laughs> call wink, me the wink, general. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Um, so I don't want this. I, I'm down to have this conversation. Out the door, you want to just kind of set the stage. I can get it. I, I get please? It. And yeah, um, this isn't. Here's the thing: we've been married for 23 years, and I'll just say this: our sex life is hot. It's hot. It's hot. And then can I say this too? Hot like my coffee. <laughs> Hotter hot. than your coffee. And it tastes hot good. like the center oh, yeah. of the sun. <laughs> but then I'm going to say this, and then sometimes it's not. It's not hot. Right? Like, that's a fact. And it's so fact. I don't want to give off the impression like, oh, man, we're just having yeah, right? that's so not, much sex. That's not real. So, like, come on. Yep. Our sex life is hot. 23 years into it. Um, I think it's great. And I love it. And I think, sometimes I it's think not, there's some things that we've done. And I think there's some things that we haven't done. And I don't even know what they are. But that's what I kind of want to talk about. But I want to come up, shoot out the gate. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's absolutely flatlined. Beep. Give me the paddles. Three cc's. <laughs> Like, it's just dead. No, no. (laughs) The beep, beep, beep means there's still life. No, we're like, we just flatlined. Um, So can I, here's how I want to take our talk. That's real What have we done to make it hot? And what do we do when it's not? Not. And that's kind of poetic. Poetic. What have we done to make Uh, it hot? uh, And what do we do uh, when it is, okay. Nick Soundcheck, can can you help us out here? (laughs) Just a little bit. Oh, man. Okay. Can I start off with what I think the first one is? One of the reasons I think our our intimacy life, um, if the word sex bothers you, you may want to just hit pause. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're still in high school. No, you're still in middle school. Um, um, My daughter's in high school, but it's because it's her mom and dad, which I totally understand. Can I say this before we get going? Um, I think about some of maybe like my mind instantly goes to this like, what if teenagers are listening to this? Some and of our daughter's friends listen to us. Some of our son's friends. Are, yeah, even thanks for listening. I hope it makes you laugh. Um, and maybe there's like the soccer mom out there who's like, I can't believe they're saying this to the children. <laughs> I would just say this. First of all. We love you, soccer mom. Yeah, I do love you, soccer mom. Well, I I appreciate you, Karen. <laughs> who's Karen? I don't know, but Karen's always a soccer mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karen and... Uh, what if your name is Karen? <laughs> Like I have the worst common name ever, Jennifer. Yeah, I got Bill. Like, I'm I'm, thanks, I'm literally Dad, your uncle. Bill. Hey Bill. <laughs> That's why I go by we Billy. The, the the most typical common names that we anyone could ever have. Yeah. Billy and Jen. Anyway. Okay. On. Victoria. Oh, so exotic. <laughs> Vicky. Um side note, side note. Teens, they are hearing about sex online. They hear about sex on Instagram, on social media. I mean, the tabloids. They, like, 
I'm just saying. I'm talking about like five yeah, ways They read to about it in Vogue magazine. Or... They're learning from The Bachelor about sex. Oh, that's yeah. So hey, let's just go ahead and talk about it here he's and give them a better perspective to explore his options. Like it's 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 blaring in society. It's ridiculous and yeah. it's false. So let's go ahead and drop a little truth, a whole truth of nothing but the truth. Okay, number one, babe. Yeah. How? What have we done to make our sex life hot? Number one, I'm going to start. We go on dates. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers it up right now. Let's just for, let's just hear the cheers in. Cheers. Nice. I was actually cheers and Vic the sound check because you're over there, but but now they know. Um, <laughs> can I say this? I think where most sex talks fail, and when I mean sex talks, like people that are like talking about sex, is they just talk about the act of sex, like mm-hmm. how best to do it. I haven't actually listened to these. But they talk about like performance. Kind of the scientific Ugh. step behind. Sex happens emotions. way before the act of sex takes place. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. We go on dates and we go on dates regularly. And I think that is one of the keys to a hot sex life. Correct? Uh, 100%. Um, what, do, what, what would you say dates do for us? I mean, dates do for, for me, you as a woman. As How a about female, this? For you as a, yeah, as a woman. I, the truth is that I need to, I need to connect first verbally and emotionally and once i do it leads to hot sex it leads to regular sex it could lead to just a a quickie but a goodie like having that consistent so we're calling them yeah uh, Mm -hmm. having that consistent like connection with you as a female especially it draws my um emotions and my body and my heart physically to you even more yeah, There's we, this desire that continues to well up on the inside, even even 30 or 33, 23 years into marriage. We're, we're, we're pouring into our friendship. We're continuing right. to grow as friends. Can I say what going on dates does for me? It's actually a, a legitimate atmosphere to flirt with you. Like I go over the top. I get super chivalrous. I open the doors. I I, I brush your arm as you get in the thing. I lean you in do. and kiss you, right? Like I'll, I'll do little- You'll grab my butt? Yeah, yeah. We'll do like, it's like- <laughs> It's an opportunity for us to be friends, for us to hang out and spend time with each other. And, you know, dating reminds us of why we fell in love with each other. And that's why I think in the routine of life, you get out of routine with the things that made you love each other. And and hanging out for no good reason or playing, you know, like playing a sport together or working out together or having dinner or grabbing coffee. It's those moments that connects us during the days that brings us together. Now, I've had to learn sexually. not every time we go on a date do I have the expectation that it ends in sex. And you know, and that that can't actually be it. But I think if you're listening right now and you're like, "Yo, our sex life is kind of like kind of it's kind of like um, you know, it's tapering off. It's not as like go on dates." Like that actually is one of the ways we have ignited and reignited. I mean, I can't think of a, actually it's probably one of the first things I would say. It's the reason the our sex life is hot. of it. We go on sure. dates regularly, yeah. once a week easily and more than that. And we go out with other people. But when and we say dates, when, we go when out couples with each are other. not married, they're dating like almost nightly daily and no wonder the desire to have sex before marriage is such a real thing. And it's a question that's being asked all the time is like is it really wrong to have sex before marriage? Oh, that's a question we're not going to ask answer right now. But the truth is, is the, the desires there so strongly because they're spending so much time together. Right. That's natural. God created that. Totally. Yeah. So tap into those desires. Okay. So that's one of the reasons that our sex life is hot. But what about when it's not? What about the dates when we get in the car and you say something? I'm like, I can't believe you just said that. Are you freaking kidding me? And like, and then you're like, you are like your dad. And I'm like, my dad's dead. <laughs> and then like, like, you're like your mom. Because let's not pretend here. Like, not every date we go on are the or little blue intense. jays twerping yeah. and the little fawn is running Sometimes, through the grass. Have you guys ever canceled a date? 
absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got in the car. I'm like, freak it. We're turning around. And she's like, turn it around. I'm like, get out of the car. She's like, no, you Uber home. I'm like, forget it. That's so weird. I'll come home. I'll go put on a show. She'll go to bed. She's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, stay there forever. Oh, yeah. You just start saying the worst things. So We've, just- I mean, how many times have we had to text friends and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. We can't make it. They're like, dude, what are you talking about? We're like, uh, and we come up with some lame excuse. Truth is, it was it's not hot. The date went terribly wrong. Um, what do we do when it's not hot? What are some of the things we've done? I, I'll answer because I remember from the get-go. A lot of times when we go on a date and it's not, like I'm annoyed by her, um, we're preoccupied, we're stressed, I'm not being flirtatious, she's not talking. In fact, when she's talking, it's kind of like a quiz. She's like, what do you want to talk about? Why won't you share your heart with me? And I'm like, what, am I being freaking interrogated? Like, you know, and the date starts that way because it happens. Or it's like, it's been a month since we had a date. Thanks for thinking about us. Here's what we have done. I mean, like, you know, all all the things. Yeah, thanks for doing that, by the way. It's <laughs> such a buzzkill on a date. I'm like, I'm sorry, am I not but actually like, with you right like now? You're like actually excited to be on the date, but you're sorry actually your you're actually upset that it took over a month for you to right. figure so out. So we're out on a beautiful a date. date and you're like, and well, it's, it's about like time. And then comment. the guy's like, uh, why am I here again? Remind me. I, why am I, why do I even want to do this? Yeah, it's so yeah. real. Okay. Here's what I think we have learned to do. We don't do this all the time again, but this is theory. We choose the deep conversations. Um, we've canceled dates before and said, let's go. Okay. I was like, Hey, why don't we go to the waterfront and let's tell me what's going on. And we embrace it. Um, okay. Think of it this way. Most people, when they were dating, one of the reasons they say they fell in love with their significant other is because like I could talk about everything with them. Right. I could share the deepest things. And when we get married, sometimes we're like, please don't go there. Like I'm so exhausted, right? Yeah. So when we've realized that our date isn't hot, right? Yep. We we embrace like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> I cringe to say it right now as a man, but like in your heart of hearts, you know? Yeah. But we literally and we haven't done that all the time. God knows we've just but, but when we have we've learned we've grown to learn that we realize we need to take some time to have like a some deep, deep conversation. conversation. I think typically guys, and this, this is a stereotype, but typically guys don't want to go there as much and women want to go there more often. I think it's both in. And here's what I have learned, and maybe, babe, you've learned, but I know I have learned personally in those deep conversations. So I'm like, babe, what's going on? Like, what's happening in your heart? What is doing? Like, and you're like, well, you do this. And I'm like, instead of, instead of trying to fix it or answer it yep. or give explanation as to why, I don't, I'm doing my best. I don't always do this well, but to, to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And just kind of listen, like, I'm so sorry. Think about when you were dating again. It was, you're like pouring out your you're heart. And, like, and the people are like, I'm so sorry to hear that. Speak. You know what? You're amazing. You time to listen. Like, do that more. Yeah. Like, actually get empathetic, sympathetic in those moments. Again, it's asking a lot. But if we try, like, hey, maybe we just need to have a heart-to-heart. Let's cancel um, the night out and at you Topgolf know, and let's you, have a heart-to-heart. I'm feeling the even physical and emotional emotions that I feel in those moments. It's it's a level of vulnerability sometimes I'm kind of scared to go, go to. And what I mean by that is even after like 10, 15 years of marriage, it takes a vulnerability to admit like, yeah, I'm actually really hurt by you or I'm, I, or it could just be, I'm overwhelmed. I have small kids. I'm always tired. Um, I feel like all you do is work. I mean, like it just, sometimes those conversations are, are just as practical, but it just takes, takes a moment for me to be vulnerable and honest about where I'm at. And as soon as I do that with you and we take the time to do it, yep. it gets hot again. Yeah. Our relationship gets hot again. So hot. Like the crater of the sun. Like, 
<laughs> but we okay. have, but the but the but the beauty in this is doing it over and over and over again. Like over and over and over <laughs> and over. It's practice making perfect. perfect. <laughs> okay. Awesome. It's I love really that. Good. Thank you. Number two. You you brought it up. I'd like to say it's the V word. What few words? Vulnerability. <laughs> Where did I'm your like, guys' minds go? What? <laughs> Wait, I almost got confused. Like, I don't what know. Why, what were you thinking? <laughs> um, we've chosen to be vulnerable. Mm. Our sex life is hot because we've chosen and to be vulnerable. And not just vulnerable emotionally, but vulnerably sexually. Okay. Talk about it, baby girl. I mean, without actually be discreet. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, pause um, on the. When you say emotionally, don't you mean I? Okay, I feel like for me sometimes, like for dudes, if you're listening to this, sex kind of comes. I would think pretty easy for us. It's kind of natural. We're very stimulation is pretty easy. But for me, I've noticed sometimes mentally, I have to allow myself mentally to be kind of vulnerable. What does that mean? Like to go there, to let down, to relax, to let you see me. To you know what I'm saying? Like um, I think in society. Um, for any man, there's like a, um, there's a stereotype and we've got it easy. Can I just say, I am a, I am a Caucasian man. We've got it the easiest in the whole freaking world. Yeah, I realize that. that. So let's, there's no s- sympathy or empathy for me, but there is this stigmatism for men like to act a certain way, hold a certain way, power, whatever. And whether you subscribe to that or not, I hope you don't. I hope you just be you as a, as a man. I hope you find your identity and who you are as a husband, a father, a friend, a son, a good man. Like, please don't buy into the stigmatism of my Machoism, strength and um, humility and kindness, puppet power. Yeah. Uh, oh my God! Please don't let your position define you as a man. Um, what do your friends say about you? What does your family say about you? What do your kids say about you? What's your wife say about you? What's your girlfriend saying about you? And it shouldn't be a wife and a girlfriend simultaneously, in case you were wondering. Right. Um, so I'm, but I have found like mentally, I have to let myself kind of drop my guards, drop that whatever that expectation might be that I'm going to put on myself and just be your man and be sensitive and sensitive. Be, that's the, oh, that's, that's the it. Even when you, dare I say emotional. Yeah, and, and the truth is, is you are sensitive and you are emotional. <laughs> Making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when we can both um, feel safe in that space um, with vulnerability, it leads to incredible intimacy. Okay. When you said, yes, I agree. Now, when you said sexually, what did you mean? Sexually, like vulnerable sexually. I think, um, especially for a woman, any age, shape, or size, there is a challenge to be completely vulnerable in her own skin when it comes to the intimacy behind closed doors sexually with her husband. And I, I, I think of two things for me that have been things I've had to overcome is, is mental sex with my husband, um, and to become very, um, um, I guess what would be the word free within the bounds of oh, I marriage. I thought you said freak. I was like, she's um, a freak is, in the sheets. Is to be is <laughs> is mental. It's a mental battle. Free it's, is for I, real. I've yeah. experienced incredible sex because I've worked through some mental things. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is I would like to say that it's okay to to go be mental sexually to 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 let yourself um, think sexual thoughts in the confines of your intimacy in marriage behind totally, closed yeah. doors. Um, that's a vulnerable space for a woman. It's a good thing. Yes, it's a good thing. And a yeah. lot of I, I, sex, good sex for women experience it once they can get out of their head. They can get mm. out of their head and let their body be comfortable in their own skin, think sexual thoughts, and just l- give it a go. It it it, change, it can go from a zero 
to 60 Babe, in like seconds. Babe, that is cash money. So you're saying it's not good enough for a woman just to get out of her clothes. She's got to get out of her head. Exactly. I agree. That's awesome. And that is true. And I've... 23 years of <clears throat> waking up next to you, you know, there have been times where I've realized like just mentally, you're just like, I, I just, it's not enjoyable you're for you. You're thinking about your no. kids. You're thinking about all the stuff you got to do. It could be, so, it's always practical. Guys, you know how you can help her first of all. And so, okay. To so experience, that's, so let me just say, to experience oh. incredible sex, you got to think sexual. It's okay to have sexual thoughts and you got to get, let go of the mental, um, mental space that we as women just struggle in. So the more vulnerable we are, it's been hot. But what about when it wasn't, when it wasn't hot? Because it hasn't always been hot. Um, what about when we um, are dealing with insecurities? You're feeling insecure. I'm feeling insecure. I think one of the things that we've done um, during those times is we we voice the fact that I'm feeling insecure about this. And you're you're actually talking about the act of sex right now in 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 vulnerability being intimate being okay i'll just say like being naked with each other lights yes, on um being adventurous being like with with you know what i'm saying so all of a sudden there can come there's a ton of insecurities that can come into that. and i'm not just for women for men dude i i used to be i don't know what 80 pounds heavier and god knows there were moments where i was like i actually don't really feel like taking my shirt off right now because i don't feel so great about myself and it's actually playing into our intimacy and i think one of the things we have learned to do when it wasn't hot for us was to reinforce how much the opposite is true. Like, I remember there were times where even you, after having your first couple of babies, yeah. right, our two boys, you're like, I mean, you're very fit. You're a fitness person. You are you work very hard for what, you know, for the physique that you have. But, you know, when you have a baby, there's just certain Everything things changes. that you can't, like, yeah. you know. I think I've... You, and I remember saying to you, you're so beautiful. Like you do, And I, I remember I thinking, like, you're not, you're lying. Because and, I've got all this loose skin that hangs like four feet down when I'm making love that's just not very pretty. And I feel overweight. I feel stretched out. Everything about my body, naked-wise, is not beautiful in my eyes. You know what I've had to force myself to do? Is did learn. you believe me when I told you I love you? I think you're the hottest thing on the world. Not really. I mean, I believe that you were being sincere, but I didn't believe that my body naked was hot. Can I just say this? We have to learn to love our body naked. And I don't care if you're a size four or a size 27. The truth is when you're naked, every man loves that. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. Your husband literally is obsessed when you're naked. Oh, and it doesn't I, matter if you're I, probably very true. 15 pounds overweight or you're at your, your peak of, you know, body, whatever that is for you. I mean, he loved like. I had to learn that you loved that. Like you loved me right after I had kids. Didn't and matter. you loved me when I got back into shape. Well, and especially if you especially if you're in a is relationship of Is love. that true? Babe? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I mean, do I love that you have a six pack right now? Like, absolutely. When you had just had babies and down my playground down there was a wreck. I was like, <laughs> dude, I love like it just let's just be honest. You're right. Um, nudity is a gift from God. <laughs> I don't exactly. care. Um, and I think here's the thing. We don't always feel that way, but we have to reinforce that with each other. We have to reinforce it. Um, and if someone is making a big, big deal about that kind of stuff, then I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. And that's probably very real. Some people can get very wrapped up in the superficial and like, hey, if you don't keep it. And that's, I think. That's the conversation you got to have. This conversation has to go both ways. First of all, people letting themselves go. I don't think that's fair in life. I remember the And people requiring you to have a certain level of, I mean, are, you, are we in love? 
Are we in love? You know what helped me? After we, after I had kids, I didn't feel hot. Our sex life didn't feel hot. And I just told you, I, I remember saying, and this is a vulnerable conversation that, that led us back to hot sex. I remember saying to you, I, I feel stretched out. I feel overweight. I don't feel beautiful anymore. And you looked at me and said, babe, you might be a little bit more stretched out. You might have just had three kids. He goes, but it's the most beautiful thing that you carried our three kids and, and me looking at you the way you are now is the most beautiful thing. I mean, you kept saying that to me to the point where I believed it. And that's what in return brought hot sex be honest, back into the And I'm just saying, can I be honest as a man? Like, obviously, when you're chiseled with your six pack and you're wearing your bikini or three weeks after giving birth to a baby where you sat in labor for 18 hours, right? Like, there's obviously physically a difference there. But I remember when we would be intimate. To me, I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing. This is the hottest thing. I'm making love with the woman I love, okay? And so I think that's where you kind of have to just like do that. And we're, I'm in love with you, not in love with your body. Yeah. We cannot relegate this to mere meat factory. Like if that's what it is, just go out to any bar in America right now and just get a one night stand because that's all that's going on around there. And that is an empty and space. Empty. This is more than so that. Empty. This is more than that. All right. Going on to the, th- the third one, um, why our sex is so hot and then it's not. Number, w- number three is we talk about it. We talk about sex, you and I, with each other. Be- do? <laughs> we talk about sex before, we talk about it during, and we talk about it after. It's huge it's absolutely monumental we talk about what makes us feel good what doesn't feel good we talk about it all if you like it led to the most incredible sex and intimacy how do you expect to learn anything if there is no communication first of all if you like it before during tell me or i won't know if you don't like it let me know so i can get better and then also ask me so sometimes we're waiting for the other person to initiate maybe just ask like you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to get into details because I'm feeling during awkward. The, during the act. During, <laughs> I'm starting to feel awkward. <laughs> during the act, even asking each during other. During the deed? Asking each other, does that feel good? Does that not feel Ooh, good? Oh, I'm feeling awkward. Like, but, but this is a conversation that we need to have. Is That has been so key to our incredible intimacy. Okay, the same awkwardness that, that I'm been, feeling right now is probably the awkwardness that pe- couples feel when they're doing it. And it's like, right. I don't want to. It's like, you have to, in fact. We kind of talk about it afterwards. We talk about it beforehand. It's like, okay, when I say beforehand, it's like, we'll be sitting around and we'll be like, I'll be like hey, do you want to have sex tonight? And she'll be like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, how do you want to do it? What position? Literally. You're like, oh my God, you have that conversation? Yes. yes. And every, our sex life is hot. Time. Every time. And then we decide, is it a quickie or is it like, you know, we're both going there. We literally have those conversations. <laughs> it feels so awkward. And I understand why people don't talk but about people it. people don't talk about it. And I'm in the room? No, no it's weird. just, it's because um, a thousand people, a hundred million thousand people are listening right now. And I wish we could get even more awkward. But the truth is, we we're going to keep it rated PG-13 here, is uh, that the fact that we start there, then during the act, you're communicating. I'm communicating. Letting you know what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And that is something I've found even talking with friends that's not happening. And listen, practice makes perfect. How will he know? How will you know unless you're telling each other what works and what doesn't work? Yeah, that's a fact. Again, if people are like, well, you know, I am not referring to one night stands. That's hit or miss. I'm talking about a committed relationship with the partner that you're your partner. You know, and for us, it's marriage, a hundred percent. I understand as people listen to this that are having sex and aren't married. I'm not. I'm not here to have that discussion. You know, but what I'm saying is like the person you have committed your life to, 
have made that. That's what we're talking about. Um, one night stands, it doesn't, it doesn't fall into this category. Because some people are like, man, I had a one night stand. It was amazing. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, you just, whatever. It was literally just a physical act of attraction and But back to marriage sex. Okay. For a what about when it's not? What about um, when we're not feeling the moment? Like we've talked about whatever, but it's still not good. It still wasn't a good experience. It still wasn't the best. It was kind of like, ah, take it or leave it. Um, we didn't connect. It wasn't like, oh my God, that was mind blowing. You know, you're the love of my life. Um, what about those ones? I know for us, things that we have done when the sex life kind of goes cold. Uh, three days goes by. Four we days. haven't We haven't kissed. Five days. Yeah, and that Six would be a days. long time. Yeah, and we've Seven done it. Days. Okay, what Eight is the days. longest we've ever gone without having sex as a married couple? I don't actually want to say that number because I don't want to freak people out. Yeah. Also, I don't want to like I don't want this is not a comparing like how often yeah. should we have sex or not totally, sex. Totally. Can I just say this though? I would say anywhere between three to four days that long between having sex does create two things. It has I've experienced is I actually start feeling insecure within our relationship. I start getting agitated with you. And the moment we reconnect physically with sex, all of those things go away. So I will say this. It is a good practice to be having sex at least every two to three days on a regular. And I'm saying that not because it's an opinion, but out of experience. After 23 years, when we go seven days, five days without having sex, it is not, it, it doesn't, it's not healthy for our marriage. It, totally. it never plays out well. And we and always talk we about it when it's gone three or four days. And we interrupt those those long those long moments by having the conversation like, hey, we haven't had sex in five days. Really? It's been that long? Yeah. Well, no, sometimes there'll be a fight. And it's like, a fight well, that's sometimes. because you said that about my and dad. Sometimes it's just Who's that we're dead? <laughs> or sometimes it's just because you're so busy and you're like, oh my God, it's been five days. I think we have to be adults and we have to we have to take responsibility for what we have. And that is the best friend. You're my best friend. And I owe it to you. You're my best friend. I owe it to you to stay intimate with you within days of times frames. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Um, okay. Here's the things I've noticed that we have done when this, when it's kind of like, as far as talking about it, um, that, cause I just think that is, I know that's our third one, but it might be the top one. I don't know. Like talking about it, communication. Yeah. We've said this before, but it's ridiculous how important that is. Um, when it starts to fizzle out, we kind of reminisce and I, I will do this on purpose. I'll like, remember that one time, like reminisce of times when we did it, when it was hot. So if it's not hot right now, reminisce about when it was hot. Even if it's just one time, I'll be like, remember that one time under a full moon in Spain? Gracias. You know, that's a true story. I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. Remember that time in the hot tub at the spa when no one was looking, you know, like whatever it was, whatever adventurous, remember that one time in the field behind the bleachers, you know, when you just kind of start talking, like you kind of remind yourselves again, um, and then we make an extra effort when it is not hot. Yes. Make yes. an extra effort. So this for for me, this has been one of the things we just did this recently. I drew a bath, which we very rarely take baths. I drew you a bath. I lit some candles. Yep. And I poured a glass of wine. And I was like, "Hey, date night starts here." And you're like, oh, "Okay." And but by the time, and then uh, you know, we had some, and to be to be honest, I wasn't feeling. No, it. you weren't feeling you it. You were being a bit of a a hard person to live with for the last several days. Okay. But no, but this is, let's just kind of talk about it. But then I was nah. like, you know, I had, ladies, I had to make a mental decision to go there. And I had to make an extra effort to get you to go there. And once I made that decision and we went there, it was unbelievable. It was hot. Yes. And so what um, we're saying is it takes effort. 
Um, other things we've done. I for you, you do this a lot. Like when our when it's kind of fizzled out, and you'll be like, "Hey, do you want to tonight?" And I'm like, "Ah," uh, which is crazy. I can't believe those words come out of my mouth. But I sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm not feeling it really, and. So maybe day two, three days goes by, and then you'll just walk in, and you, you're great at this. You'll be wearing an outfit or a shirt or something or a robe. Yeah, yeah she's nice. smiling. <clears throat> that you know, I can't not not notice, ladies. And you'll be like, "Hey, all men are visual. <laughs> yeah, give them a little help." Okay? And even though I'm like trying to play give tough, like oh, I'm tired. There's so much on my mind, but. It all just starts to go away because you're making the extra effort. I'm like, <laughs> and I don't care. And then I'll kind of like smirk. I'm like, okay, maybe just a little peck on the you know peck on the cheek. Fifties. Let's just let's all um, do the things. I've noticed with you one of the ways to go the extra effort when it's not hot is literally sit down on the couch next to you. That for you, right alone, because we have like I have a chair that I love to sit in. It's a leather chair in our living room, and you sit on the couch. But if I come sit next to you, you're like, oh, you're sitting next to me. Uh-huh. And I then love it. secondly, I grab your foot. I love and that. And I start to massage. Thank you, Jesus. Which is not sexy for a man, but for you, all of a sudden, it just like puts you in this like, oh, I'm at home and I'm with my husband. And then do my hands start to linger? <laughs> yeah, go yeah, into other territories do. for sure. <laughs> um, but that's what you do when it's not hot to get it back to hot. You know, I think it's making the extra effort. It's talking about And isn't it. it crazy? We all know this, but why don't we do it more often when we're married? And can I just say... Practice makes perfect. When you're not feeling hot, force yourself to do what you know will create the hotness again. And, I think, and that's what you're talking about. And here's our hope. You know, I cringe to have this kind of coffee talk, but it is our 23rd wedding anniversary, and I think we've earned it. And I think here's what here's would be our hope. Not that you'd feel any discouragement about your sex life with the person you love, but you would feel encouraged that it can get better, can be better, and it and even after 23 years of being with the same person, it could be crazy I honestly think hot. you need to like recap just like what the, the things that you just mentioned because it is money, babe. Yeah, it's simple. Um, I think the three reasons we've come up with that our sex life is hot is number one, we go on dates. Number two, we've chosen to be vulnerable. And number three, we talk about it before, during, and, and after. after. And when it's not, we do those things that we said, which I can't remember, but they were good, and just rewind and listen again because <laughs> I didn't plan it. Yeah, like, all right, am I being quizzed right no, now? I, it, just, it was just so like practical, but so yeah. really good. Well, hey. So thank you for having this conversation. Hey, here's to uh, happy days and even happier nights. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cheers. Cheers, babe. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Mm-hmm.